Hey everybody, this is Pastor Cor Chavis. Thank you so much for checking us out today at Truth Chapel's podcast. If this word has blessed your spirit or encouraged you, take a moment and leave us a quick review. Also, check us out at truth-chapel.com or any of our social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. God bless, and I pray you enjoy. If you have your Bibles and would like to turn to Psalms 34 and 8, Psalms 34 and 8, to all of our first-time guests, if this is your first time, welcome home, and we love you already. So glad you're here. Church, let's give them a hand clap if there's any first-time guests. We're so glad that you are here with us. If you're watching online, we're so thankful that you joined us online. Remember Pastor and Pastor John and his family, Sister Chavis and Sister Tiffany there at Because of the Times, getting refueled. And so if you've ever been to Because of the Times or heard about it, it is a minister's retreat for pastors and ministers, and they will come back renewed, strengthened, and let's just pray that God continues to give him more vision. I know it's hard to say because we see what God's done already. How can God give you more vision? But God can give you more vision because there's lost people in Loganville, and they need a church, and they need a people. And I believe that Loganville and the people that are sitting here on a Wednesday night, in a cold Wednesday night, outside, they're saying, I want to be taught by the Word of God so that you can go out and share the gospel. How many believes that revival is going to happen in Loganville this year? I believe it with all my heart. I believe that this building is is not big enough for us. Don't get me started. I get all excited about that. One verse of Scripture, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. Let's ask that Lord to bless Right now, Lord Jesus, I ask you to bless, encourage, strengthen, Lord, because, oh God, you are the one true God that we trust, and we know that you are capable of doing exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ever ask or think, and we give you praise and glory and honor in Jesus' name. Church said amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Brother Q, for playing. Simple topic tonight, oh, taste. And see, oh, taste and see, uh, taste buds. As you can tell by looking at me, I love to eat. And for myself, a lot of people, if you've went out to eat with me, you know I don't get in a hurry because I like to taste my food. There are some people that I've been out to eat with I'll be getting everything doctored up, put some salt, put some pepper on it, turn around, look, and their plate's gone. And what's the word you say? Did you even taste that? Did you even, do you even know what you just got through eating? It's amazing that taste buds are a small organ on the tongue. The adult human tongue contains anywhere between 2,000 and 8,000 taste buds each of which are made up to 50 to 150 receptacle cell, receptor cells that are responsible for reporting to the brain. So when you taste something, it reports what you taste. 
it's also it's used to it's used to believe that the tongue was divided into sections. If you look it up, you'll see there's spots on your tongue supposedly that are that can detect certain tastes. Now scientists is believing that you can taste wherever you put it, which makes sense. If I put something sour on the tip of my tongue, which only supposed to say that it's sweet, I will taste sour because that's just the way the Lord made the body. I understand that the brain, the, the, the taste buds speaks to the brain, and it tells it five basic tastes, bitter, sweet, salty, and sour, and savory. You know what they say, you've probably said it as many times as we all have, you are what you eat. So we have to be careful that we're what we eat to be healthy. We can't eat a candy bar every day and be healthy, even though it tastes good. Snickers bar, a cold Snickers bar, one that's been put in the freezer on a hot day when you get done playing golf or working outside. There's nothing like a Snickers bar coming out of the freezer. I'm going to make you hungry before you leave here tonight. Just want you to understand, I'm going to make you hungry for food, and I'm also hopefully going to make you hungry for spiritual food as well. Because we can be, we can be, um, we can, we can allow things to be in our life that's not healthy. The most common taste disorder, this is what really triggered me because, and it's called a phantom taste. Phantom taste means that it it contains tensions where the taste is present, but there's nothing in your mouth. So let's just say you see a picture of a 20-ounce ribeye, Cody. You know what that 20-ounce ribeye is going to taste like, especially with a, with a baked potato beside of it, with some, a sweet potato with that, that cinnamon and butter. I'm fixing to dismiss and we're fixing to leave and go get something to eat. I tell you, but we can sit here and look at a Coke Zero or your favorite drink, a Dr. Pepper, whatever it may be, but we got to understand that we can take this and turn it also for spiritual things. What are we putting in our minds and what are we putting in our mouth? What what healthy things are we putting in our mouth? What are we eating that's healthy? What are we digesting that's healthy? What are we allowing ourselves to intake? Are we putting spiritual intake into our minds? Are we putting spiritual things into our lives that we can say, hey, this is going to be good for my body and give me good nutrients to help me in the kingdom of God? How many knows that you can be unhealthy with what you put in your body? What you put in your spiritual body, what you put in your spiritual mind can cause you to be unhealthy. My brain thinks this way as well. As a spiritual thing, the five senses, it says that you can taste something bitter. I think that some people's life has caused them to be bitter in their lives, whether it may be something in your past. But I'm here to tell you that the Lord can heal that bitterness. Whatever is going on, whatever comes out, there's word, there's deed, there's help from God that can help you take care of the thing that's inside of you. And then also we can find that the taste bud is sweet. We can always speak sweet and kind 
words sometimes, but my granny always told me, what's down in here will eventually come out. Whatever you're hiding will eventually come out. So be sure that your words and be sure what you're intaking is what you want to come out on the outside. Be sure what you're in your closet intaking and saying, God, I want you to speak to me right now. I want you to help me to be able so that I can help someone today. I want you to be able to lead me into someone today so I can speak life into them because we know that the tongue has the power of life and death in it. It can speak good. It can speak evil. It can allow things to be able to set in your mind and you don't even realize, whoa, how many said something before they realized they said it and said, man, I wish I could take that back because it's something that you've been putting in yourself. You've been allowing those thoughts. You've been allowing that food, unspiritual food, to come in. Sometimes we don't even need to speak it. Sometimes we, we want to say kind things, but our attitude or our spirit can push you away because it's something that's bleeding out. I was telling somebody, we have been on the healthy diet. We're trying to change our, we're not a diet. We're trying to change our lifestyle. So I mean, every once in a while, I'll get that McDonald's craving that I've got to have that double cheeseburger and fries. And, and so I swing through there, and yes, I get Coke Zero because i got to do one thing that's right <laughs> to make me feel good. But I'll grab those two cheeseburgers, and I'll get that. And I've not done this in a long time, baby, so just letting you know. I, I get that large fry, and I, and I eat that. And I'll drive down the road, and I'll say, why did I eat that? Because it was nasty. Because we do things out of, whether it's out of second nature, whether you're too busy, whether you just don't have the time and you need to eat something, and sometimes we do that. We allow the devil to get us into our minds that says we need that for our lives. When we don't, when we can say, God, give me something that's going to be nourishment to my soul. Give me something. Give me that daily bread today that's going to cause me to witness and be kind to somebody. It also tastes as salty. We can speak salty to somebody. We can be rude and we can be upset because there's a lot of times that, and, and also there's a taste bud that's sour. You can be sour. You can be upset and mad. And you can say something that you didn't realize that you was going to say. And then we can be savory. We can always agree with everyone. There's some people that I know that they are who they are when they're around that crowd. I want the Lord to put something inside of me that I can stand on my own two feet and say, God, I want to see. I want to taste the goodness of you. I want to do as Psalms 119.03, how sweet are thy words into my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. There's another scripture in Psalms says, in my heart, panteth after thee, O God. I want to crave the things of God. I want to crave the things of the Spirit spiritual nature to say, God, I want you to be able to speak to me in this lost and dying world. I want to be able to walk out there and see the drug addict and not become as the drug addict, but help the drug addict. I want to become the person that's bitter, that's hurting, that's tormented. I don't want to become that person. I want to help me around that person and say, hey, I want to allow the goodness and mercy of God to flow through you so that you can understand that all we've got 
to do is taste a little bit of what God has for you. And you're going to begin to feel that anointing flow as David did. And there's something going to well up inside of you. And you're going to say, hey, I can make it tomorrow. I can get up and, and fight tomorrow. Why? Because we've given ourselves a healthy diet. A healthy diet. We find in 2 Kings 6 and verse 15 and 18. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. Verse 15, we'll skip up and and when the son of servant of man, of God, was risen early, he, he went forth, and behold, he hosts the camp around about, horses and chariots, and servants said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? He was scared, which I'm sure if any of us would have stepped out, seen a bunch of people and a bunch of horses and chariots, we'd have been scared. He said, Fear not, to be with us is more than they are with them. And so he began to pray and ask the Lord to open up his eyes, and behold, the mountains was full of horses chariots of fire round about Elisha. When we get that healthy relationship with Jesus, when we get that relationship where that I have my conscience and then I have my second conscience over here when I sit down to order pasta and she's like, no, you need salad. And I'm like, no, I need pasta. And because that's that's my lineage is pasta. The stock market dropped when I stopped eating pasta. I mean, come on. I've got to build the stock market back up. I mean, come on. But that sacred nature, she begins to tell me, and I begin to give my nourishments. And God begins to talk to me in the morning when I sit down in my chair and begin to pray. And he begins to open my eyes to the spiritual realm. And we get excited about that. We get all it's good preaching. We could preach to that for 30 minutes about how God opened up the eyes of, of his servant. But the Lord quickened me and said, read, keep reading, keep reading. And when they came down in verse 18, they came down and Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness, according to the words of Elijah. That should make something in our spirit rise up to understand not only that our eyes can be opened in the spiritual realm, but we can look the enemy right square in the face and say, enemy, be blinded to my family. Be blinded to the things that's going on in my life. We need to allow ourselves to understand that God has given us the power over the enemy. God has given us the power to say, Lord, I need you to work in this situation right now. And when we begin to allow that healthy relationship begin to come in and we begin to be able to see what God is, that gives us some strength to say we can speak to the devil and say, devil, you need to move away. Devil, you need to get out. You need to allow yourself to, to move. Yes, we can speak to the devil like that. There was a missionary I was I heard. There was a missionary that come into a, a missionary's house. In his room, he was asleep and began to move the furniture around. 
The devil just had moving the furniture and kicking it around. And the, 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 the missionary woke up and he said, get out of here, devil. Leave me alone. And the, the spirit left and he said, wait a minute. Whoa. He said, devil, come back in here. Put this furniture back where you got it. And the furniture went back to where he got it. My, my, my wife's father, some of you have met him. He's talked about a, a missionary he'd met. That there was a man that... A sorcerer come in and said, looked at a calendar on the wall and stuck his finger out and said, my God can tear things apart. And he's pointed to that calendar and that calendar tore from the top to the bottom. Well, that missionary looked at him and said, my God puts things back together. And he pointed at that thing and went up and the calendar came back together. We need to understand that we have the power to tread upon serpents. We have the power to walk into our rooms and say, devil, you need to leave my family alone. Devil, you need to leave my church alone. Devil, you need to move back and stick. Take a couple steps back. We have the power of God. We need to uh, taste and see that God is on our side. He is right here beside of us. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's always going to be there with you. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, he's going to walk there. He's going to talk there. He's going to guide you. He's going to lead you. If you don't want him to guide you, he's still going to lead you when you don't even know it. He's still going to walk beside you when you don't even understand why God you still love me. I don't understand it. I don't know why God loves me but I tell you I'm going to accept that love. Oh taste and see that the Lord is good. When we have things that are aligned with God, when we get our relationship right, everything else falls into place. When we start wanting the things of God, when we start saying, God, I want you. When we walk and do like David did as Nathaniel looked at him and said, David, you are the man. He fell down on his face and said, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me, oh wretched man that I am. If we do that, there's no telling what God can do in your life. There's no telling the things that God can do for you if you bow yourself and say, God, I've made a mistake. I've messed up, but I trust your love will never leave me. I feel your peace never going to leave me. I feel the strength of you. Understand, no matter what, you can be in the pig pen ready to partake of the slop. And Jesus is going to be right there saying, oh, I love you. I, I care for you. What are you putting in your bodies? What are you allowing yourself to be filled with? Are you allowing yourself to be distracted with things of, of this world? Are you allowed things to be taking your mind off and you're putting in your body the things that are not healthy for your spirit? We need to be on a healthy diet. We need to be on a conscious of what we put into our minds, what we allow our eyes to see, what we allow our ears to hear, what we allow our mouths to partake of. We need to allow ourselves to say, God, I need you. I can't make it without you. I need you today, tomorrow, and the day before. I need you, God. I need you. Come on, church. Let's pray here. Praise right here. I pray this word was an encouragement to you today. 
thank you again for tuning in to Truth Chapel's podcast. If you have not yet, please take a moment and leave us a quick review. God bless and have a great rest of your day.